the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shots, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that and feel like you in the game Playing for real, it's like royalty So hey nil, it's like Network. I am your co-host, the Cowboy. Glad to be back. Joined, as always, by my two favorite guys, Mr. John D'Amato. Flying high this week. How you doing, John? Ah, wonderful. The boys are back in town. Uh, great to be back with you guys. Uh, glad we could all uh, get together for another season. Agreed. Agreed. And the venerable Cowboy Senior. Fun fact, recording this on his wife's birthday. Dedication. How you doing, Cowboy Senior? Football! It's back. Yes, sir. I'm laying back here, head on a pillow. Just got back from taking my wife to dinner. I got Lilo laying beside me. And I'm ready to talk some football with my two favorite guys. And uh, Johnny has the bragging rights on the local teams right now, big time. G-Man. All right, so we're going to get right into it. It's been a it's been a long number of months. We left you with the Rams with a scintillating win over the Bengals in the Super Bowl. A win predicted on our first show of last season by Mr. John D'Amato. I have a feeling we might do some predictions tonight, John. I guess I'm going to start things off by saying, do you think you can make it two in a row? Uh, I don't. Uh, the the my the official Super Bowl prediction is uh, uh Colts versus Packers, and uh, they're all one on one combined. So uh, I don't think I'm gonna be repeating uh, my success this year. <laughs> who who do you have winning that game? Oh, uh, Green Bay. Maybe Matty Ice gets a big lead, blows it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I I, I just uh. <laughs> I, I, I have something for the, uh, you know, as a wrestling fan, I like the big heel. Uh, so I want to see the big heel that everybody hates uh, come through, which is, which seems to be Mr. Rogers. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we can talk about, talk about the Packers. They kind of started off last year like this too, remember? They got, Definitely. They, they yeah. got completely thumped by New Orleans and it, everybody thought the sky was falling. Um, this one... The Vikings played real well, and it was tough, tough to not react to Rodgers' body language on the first offensive play. <laughs> you know, you've had all this all this lead up about they don't have, you know, obviously they don't have Devontae Adams anymore. Rodgers isn't gelling with the rookie receivers. First play of the game, Christian Watson running down the sideline, no one within 10 yards of him. Rodgers drops it in right in stride. A catch I'm confident my wife would have made <laughs> right, right, off, right off his hands. And it was and it was all downhill from there. So John, do you think do you think that the, the Packers getting kind of thumped twenty-three to seven had no answer for Justin Jefferson at all? At all, at all, at all. I mean he looked like he could have gone for three hundred yards if it was a close game. Do you think it's just another throwaway first game of the season, or do you think the, the lack of weapons and no Devontae Adams is, is going to be a real problem. Nah, to, to quote uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, relax. Uh, I think that's, that's just a week one uh, 
over overreaction, and uh, they'll get it together and they'll they'll roll to another division. But uh, it, it it was a uh, uh, disconcerting that how the their defense uh, is usually dominant. They you know they have like a top uh, ten maybe top five defense, and uh, they they were taking the. Uh, they were taken to the woodshed by uh, by Jefferson and the boys, but that's uh, I, I think that's just a week one thing. And they'll they'll get it. They get they have a get right game I think this weekend. Uh, the Bears will be flying high versus the their their one and zero start, and uh, that's one of Aaron's uh, favorite team to play and rack up some stats with. So they they they, they should be able to get right and and get back with it. And uh, and and hey, at least there was a good sign that the Watson kid got open. He got his. Uh, he got his uh, first uh, his first play jitters out the way, and uh, there should be smooth sailing from there. He'll, he'll get a couple of his uh, receivers hurt, uh, uh, Lazard, and uh, uh, I think they'll be okay. I wouldn't worry too much about uh, Green Bay. I mean, it, it is time to it is time to panic if if they don't if they don't if they don't crush the Bears. Oh yeah. Because over his whole career, Rodgers has has completely owned the Bears. And this is Sunday night football in Green Bay. I remember very clearly this had to be seven, eight, eight, maybe eight, eight, nine years ago. Sunday night football in Green Bay. Bears, Packers. I remember I was hanging out with Katie and I was like, I just you know, I'd had a long day and I just wanted to watch a good game. And I remember I remember the Packers. It was the game it was either 35 or 42 nothing at halftime. Do you remember that one? Yeah. He, and then wasn't it just last year that he was talking shit to the fans? Oh, uh, that was in Chicago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how we, <laughs> I, I own you. Yeah. Too bad he never says I own anybody in the playoffs. But uh, anyways. Right. This is, it's the ultimate get right spot. Um, I, there are big problems if they lose or if it's, oh, yeah. or if it's like you know, they win 10-7 or something. But I, I, I agree with you, John. I think it's a get-right spot. Rodgers brimming with confidence against against the Bears. But we'll move over to Senior. Speaking of the Bears, a lot of week one upsets, Senior. Maybe none bigger than kind of the trendy Super Bowl pick, 49ers, going into the the, the monsoon in Chicago and jumping out to a lead and then just get, getting outplayed. Justin Fields, your guy made a, made just a couple of plays and that's all it took to win on a, um, on that day. What did you think there senior fluke, uh, no, fluke for the bears fluke for the Niners? What do you think about Lance Lance? A little shaky, a little shaky. Well, you know, we're here to talk football and we're here to react to what we saw in week one but as john said about the packers and not saying it in a, in a different kind of a different way of words we're here to react to week one but you've got to guard against overreacting to week one for one thing the weather was horrible not even though it's the same for both teams you know lance, lance is a is a new guy it's a week one it's a week one game i don't my guy feels really didn't do much. He made that one really nice play where the play where he was rolling to his left and threw the ball back across the field. That was a really nice play. But what was he, 12 for 29? I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, I still think San Francisco is a real good team. I think, yeah, 
that offense will get better. I think uh, you got to you got to give Lance some time and get a you know maybe playing on a on a better day. Um, that trendy pick, John John kind of gave away his pick early, so I'll be completely honest and and give my Super Bowl pick before this week because I don't want to overreact to Week One and change it. I did have the 49ers going to the Super Bowl and and losing to the Chargers. So you make a pick, you stay with it. Um, Yeah, I think Lance has to get better. And now, if he doesn't, they do still have Jimmy G, which no one expected. But yeah, that 49er team is really good, both sides of the ball. I mean, it's opening day. Teams only played three exhibition games. Practice is different now. There were some fluky things that happened Sunday. And, yeah, that's that's just a crazy upset. And if that would have been in week nine, nobody would think anything of it. But it's a huge deal because it's week one. So, no. Um, I think in San Francisco, it's that California cool over there. And people can do the Aaron Rodgers thing and just R-E-L-A-X. They're going to be fine. And up in the Windy City, the Bears are going to be the Bears. They're not going to be any good. It's just one of those fluke games. So, senior, are you do you uh, you you like Green Bay this week? Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's a, that's a real bad spot for the Bears. They they're flying high from their win. They'll they'll, they'll get taken down to earth big time this week. I like Green Bay as well in that game. But part of me hopes the Bears just to because I mean I, that that sends. That sends the Packers from, hey, it was just week one to a potential like real free fall, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, would be pretty cool. I mean, I mean, Johnny talked about the Packer defense and what was done to him, but I guess you're going to feel even worse if you're a Packer fan about the offensive performance because you call the Packer defense a top five or ten defense. The Minnesota defense is probably a bottom five or ten defense, so they shouldn't shut you down. But again, it's week one. Yeah. I mean, if the offense, I mean, the, the Bears have a better defense than Minnesota. Well, yeah, that is true. That's not saying a lot, but that is true. And so, like you guys, I didn't want to, you know, I don't want my, my Super Bowl pick to be clouded by week one. So, I'll just give it to you the way I had it before week one. Seahawks over Steelers. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. That would be the ultimate overreaction. <laughs> uh, Mitch versus Gino. Oh, God. <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a boring, a boring Super Bowl pick. Um, I like the Chiefs. Wow. This is over. amazing. Three guys and nobody picked the Bills. Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs, we... Chiefs over Tampa. Um, that's what I liked in week one. <laughs> Honestly, before the week one. After week one, I mean, the Bills looked really, really good in that game. Um, so it's tough. But I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys on Green Bay. The Niners, as you alluded to, Senior, have a uh, have a game this week. And it's a nice segue because it will allow us to talk about um, last night's debacle. So we're, we're recording on, a t- on Tuesday. Last night was Monday Night Football. Russell Wilson returns to Seattle. 
where the fan, <laughs> the fans didn't show appreciation for what he had done for the franchise. We'll just uh, we'll just say that. Um, booed the shit out of him, which given how he forced his way out of there, yada yada. I get. And they have their reputation as the 12th man. The Geno Smith-led Seattle Seahawks started out hot. He played a great first half. They scored 17 points in the first half, and that was enough to hold on for the victory. Very weird game in that Denver moved the ball up and down the field the whole game. Couldn't get out of their own way, fumbling. Twice at the goal line, getting stopped on fourth down, right? Um, but I want to talk about this decision at the end of the game. So for those who didn't watch, fourth and four with a minute left. Fourth and five with a minute left. And Hackett, the supposed genius, offensive genius, elected to run the clock all the way down and try a 64-yard field goal. Russell Wilson on the night threw for 340 yards. And if you watch the game, they were they they were doing whatever they wanted until they got with got, got to the five yard line, essentially. As a see if you're a Seahawks fan, what a what a great I mean, was there one Seahawks fan that wanted them to to go for it that that was unhappy that McManus was trotting out there? No. I think it's the most indefensible decision. It's the most indefensible coaching decision that I can remember. And I might be forgetting some. I know I have a couple of veterans here. But Senior, what were your thoughts? Just what was this guy thinking? I have no idea. I mean, his first game as the head coach, it's like he totally wasn't prepared. Because didn't you get the feeling when, when he went down with a minute and two left? And they got up, and didn't you get the feeling that he, like, they didn't quite know what they were doing? And I think that after he let 15, 20 seconds run off the clock, he started thinking, oh, I'm really stupid if I call timeout now and I lost 20 seconds. And so we did, they just let it run down and decided to kick the field goal. I don't know. I mean, they were, they were it's, it's nuts because obviously you have a much better higher percentage with Russell Wilson at quarterback and experienced great two minute drill quarterback who was, who was very effective the whole game. Him converting fourth and four is a lot more likely than making a 64 yard field goal. I mean, McManus was one for eight in his career over 60 on field goals over 60, which is probably a pretty good percentage. <laughs> Obviously you got a better chance of converting fourth and four. They were moving the ball. I'm going to – I don't think anybody would have had a problem at all if they were to call timeout right away, got their best play in there, and ran that play. I think we all agree with that. However, really, if they were prepared – and you got Russell Wilson, remember, and you should be prepared, and you should, you should have more than one play called, and he can call a play at the line of scrimmage. They had all three timeouts. I was watching saying they shouldn't have called timeout. They should have stayed right in their hurry-up offense lined up, tried to convert the fourth and four, which they most likely would have. I would say at least 60 to 70% sure I was that they would have converted and if it. Get, if he gets and stopped. if they didn't, 
Now you punt the ball away, well, and you, you got all three timeouts. No, no punt. No punt. They were going for it. Oh, that's what I mean. Fourth down. No, if they didn't, now, now you, now you have four. Now you have three timeouts, and if you can three and out them, you'll get the ball back still. So there were there was all kind of advantage to doing that. I really that that was shocking, and I mean, you obviously we could all say, well, they really lost the game because they fumbled twice on the one yard line, and they had first and goal inside the five three times, and only came away with three points. I mean, all that stuff is, but that at that point that was water under the bridge. They were down by one. I don't, I don't know if the guy panicked and lost his mind. And at first, after the game and the interview, he said uh, he defended it. But then today, he said after giving it more thought, he probably should have went for it. Like, yeah, no kidding. Like, you, you know, that's not even second guessing. Like, like I saw you, you came on in our chat right away uh, in that nice sports friends chat and said, whether they make this field goal or not, this is a terrible decision. And obviously, yeah, yeah. I mean, what the heck are you doing? In all honesty, and I know it's this sounds completely nuts and kind of like a complete overreaction. But that was so bad that if I'm the owner and the GM, I'm considering just firing that guy today. Like you, you can't, you can't. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that, that decision, as crazy as that sounds, that decision yeah. was that bad. Like you, you're an NFL coach, and we gave you this job, and we spent 264 million dollars to get you Russell Wilson, and you do this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to trust you in any big moment of any game to keep your composure and make even a reasonable decision. Oh, it would have been awesome if they fired him today. <laughs> I mean, it was really that bad that it would have been justified. Honestly. I mean, it, it's the, it is the worst thing I ever saw. It, that's, it was so egregious. I couldn't believe I was seeing it. <laughs> I'm trying what do to you think, think, John? Like, the only other... And these aren't coaching decisions. You remember when? You remember when <laughs> against the Patriots, the Colts uh, lined up the two guys. Oh yeah, on the special yeah, teams yeah. play, yeah. the two guys, and there were like four Patriots around them, and they weren't supposed to snap it, and they snapped it, yeah. and the guy just got tackled. <laughs> it was like that, but of coaching. Yeah, just no. just the most egregious thing you'll ever see. It it's a. Uh, these first-time coaches, they get overwhelmed because, uh, you know, they got they got the position based on their, their offensive uh, uh, prowess with the, you know, developing a great a great offense as a coordinator. But now all of a sudden, when you get the when you get the keys and and you're in charge, all of a sudden you you, you have to take, you know, it's a big step up. And and, and he uh, obviously was thinking he was so focused on what play he's going to call and all that he totally forgot about timeouts and clock management and, and all that. So. Uh, I mean, you can't start off any any worse than that. So he he set the ball real low, and um, I'm sure he'll learn from from his mistakes. But uh, if not, he's not going to have a long coaching career. But it, 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 he he definitely he was so focused on you know calling the plays and all that that he he totally botched the uh, the clock management and and the timeouts, which is the ma- a major part of being a, a successful coach is uh, how how you manage uh, your timeouts and uh, how you manage the clock and 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 uh, you know your replays and all that all that. It's stuff that uh that that a new coach doesn't have experience with until you get out there and uh and right away he, he was thrown into the fire and he he failed miserably on his first shot. <laughs> the um he's no Brian Dayball 
We'll just say that. Hey. hey. <laughs> so the Seahawks, pretty impressive. Um, victory. I mean, even, even aided by the coach, but still an impressive victory. Oh yeah, Pete Carroll's got to got to got to love this. Uh, I mean, I mean for years, for for about you know ten years straight, it was it was either Super it was Super Bowl or bust with Russ. And now he could just you know there's no pressure on him. He could just have the young guys because you know you know they they're one of the teams that that's going to be uh. Uh, that's looking at that those first round studs next year. There's going to be about five or uh, six quarterbacks taking the first round next year, and they they they're going to be right up on one of them. So the, the, this is a, a house money year for for the uh, for the, for Seattle. So Pete, Sneaky Pete's going to have a lot of fun just just winging it this year. And Gino yeah. was a great great interview after the game. Ah, uh, that was a classic quote of all time. Uh, great, you know, great they, they wrote me they, off and I didn't write back. They wrote me off and I wrote back. That was fantastic. That's brilliant. Uh, from from the Broncos' point of view, I mean, you're playing in that division. Yeah, there isn't a lot of margin for error. You really yeah. don't want to throw a game away. And they, yeah, you, you can't give games. Sure. You just threw that game away between the turnovers inside the five and uh, turnovers yeah. at the one. The mind inside the you five. You can't lose a game. You, you shut them out in the second half. They yeah. shut them out in the second half. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they thoroughly outplayed them. Especially you saw how dominant the, the Chiefs and the Chargers uh, were Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough division. I mean, yeah. Oakland's got a good team, too. So. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be chucking games away. You're gonna have a hard time making the playoffs. Yeah. Next up for Seattle at San Francisco. Shades uh, of Chicago at Green Bay. Yeah, that's a get right. Could be a get right game. Unless Lance is just really not good. Which I think is I think is possible. I think I think there's I I, I really like the tool set he has, but I mean, it, it, he certainly it doesn't look like second year Mahomes, which is what some people were expecting. Um, senior, who do you who do you like here? Yeah, I like San Francisco to get right. I don't I don't think Lance is going to be Pat Mahomes, but he doesn't have to be that good. You know, I I think they get right in this game. They run the ball. They 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 design you know they design some good plays for him, and their defense is tough. I don't I don't I see Seattle having a real lot of trouble. Scoring scoring points on that defense, I think San Francisco. I think San Francisco is a really good, really complete physical team. But uh, you guys know that. I, I was I rode them last year too. I really like their team. So yeah, I think they get right in this game. And if they don't, if if Lance completely shits the bed in this game again, that might be it. That might be the end of the leash. You know, it wasn't supposed to be that way. It wasn't supposed to be that way, but. Yeah, if he shits the bet again, if you're if you're a veteran player on that team, I mean, you say you can't let the fans. I know the fans will obviously want him in, but you can't let the fans. But your locker room is a different story. You're a veteran in that locker room. You don't know how many years you have left. You're looking around at the personnel that you have with you. You, you got a chance. You got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. We can't just be giving games away when we got a guy who's capable sitting here. We know we've won with him. We like the guy. You know, he's. Let's face it, he's, he's taken them pretty far a few times. You know, the, well, the, there's that whole belief that Jimmy doesn't quite have enough to put you over the top. And, you know, and he didn't make that one big throw in that Super Bowl and stuff. But he's a capable quarterback. And if Lance isn't even a capable quarterback, you're a good team. You, you can't let the leash be that long. I don't think you can just, well, we'll kick this season away to develop them. Oh, you know? no, so. But I, I, I think they. I don't think that's going to come into play. I think they're going to bounce back and win. And I, I think he's going to play better. I mean, those were terrible conditions too. You know, let's. Uh, 
real bad. Let's give, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was tough, tough conditions for anybody to play quarterback in. So I think they'll be fine. He's got a good team with him. And when he played last year, he didn't look bad. So I, I, I think he's, you know, you got, if you're a San Francisco fan, you got to obviously hope that he's, he's going to gradually get better and better and pick it up. And he's got, he's got the physical attributes and he's going to learn the other things with the game. And he's got a good team around him. He's got a good group. They're going to be fine. I mean, you know, having your starting running back go down in the first game again hurts, but you know, they got other running backs and Debo runs the ball. Yeah. I think they're going to be fine, and they really have a solid defense. So, yeah, I I totally believe that the 49ers will bounce back big this week, just like Green Bay, and be fine. My heart says Geno. <laughs> it's, it's killing me not to pick them. But the, the logical pick is San Francisco. But I'll say San Francisco in a close game. Three-point division division battle. Ew. John? Oh, I- I'm I'm putting the mush on uh I'm putting the guarantee on the the Niners and it's not gonna be close. There you go. All right, blowout, blowout Niners. Yeah, lay, lay the points, you uh you gambling uh <laughs> you gamblers out there, lay the points. But I I would I would be cautious about about Lance though. I mean we'll, we'll give him a break, you know, last week with the weather and all that. But uh, we really haven't seen him much and uh, definitely uh running abilities uh you know. On a top level, but we haven't seen him much. Uh, you know, his his uh, passing ability. So it, it's something to keep an eye on. And especially, you know, you come out of North Dakota State, not 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 exactly. Uh, you know, didn't exactly face many fierce uh, defenses in in college. So you know, the experience factor is is uh, something to keep an eye on. I, I don't think the they're definitely going to. You know, it would at least be you know four or five weeks before they would go to Jimmy G if he continues struggling. I, I don't think they would do it so quick, but uh, it, it's something to keep an eye on. I'm not, I'm not sold on Lance. The running ability is there, but I haven't seen enough of him, uh, you know, whether he can complete the passes. So, yeah, some... we don't know if he can throw. Yeah. yeah. He's got a big arm, but he, it seems like he doesn't know where it's going a little bit. We'll see. Yeah. And lack of, lack of experience. Yeah. Lead us into another little segue here with uh, the Lance-Jimmy G thing. You know, if Lance, maybe the fact that that Lance didn't play so well Sunday would back off on this, because do you think that it's possible that Jimmy G goes to the Cowboys? I don't. No. So they, they came out today and said they think Dak will be back within four weeks. Yeah, okay. I mean, if if Lance were to lit it up Sunday, would it be more of a possibility? Maybe would San Francisco be less, you know, a little more reluctant to deal him now? I don't know. You know, they wanted to deal him before the season. It, I mean, by all accounts, he wasn't even, like, invited into the team, into the meetings and stuff. Yeah. They He's kept a, him away from him. Kind of, you don't want the kid looking over his shoulder. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's only a few teams where it makes sense, right? Yeah, and that's one but right the now. The Cowboys, I mean, I mean it's, if he's going to be back in just a few weeks. I mean, we can, we can segue into the Cowboys. But with what they put out there on film this week, does it? I mean, does it really matter? No, they, no. They, they, they play like that. They're not going to beat anybody with Dak. No, no, they looked atrocious. It looked like, like, you're wondering what they were doing by, you know, just letting all their receivers leave. And C.D. Lamb, like, so if you look at, like, the Rams as an example, right? Allen Robinson didn't do anything. They really don't have anyone who any receivers but Cup. But Cup is good enough that he still 
he'll put have a monster game. Lamb, they force fed him targets, and I just think he's not that good. I think he, like I saw you know, the I saw an interview with um, James Jones, the former receiver from the Packers, who talked about was talking about the Cowboys receiving core, and said D. Lamb is the guy who put up number one numbers, but he's not a number one. And James Jones was saying it from his own experience, from a year he had 14 touchdowns because whoever it was, Donald Driver or whoever the number one was, was taking all the cover that he was basically he was single covered all season. And his point was that Amari Cooper is one of the few guys in the league who can, you know, you can count on him winning off the line 99% of the time. And he made life really easy for 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 CD Lamb, and without him, that Lamb just isn't going to be isn't capable of being a one without any help. And I mean, it sure looked that way. Their offense looked awful. Yeah, the other thing really is, awful. The other thing about their offense, Raj, I mean, you, you got to go back a couple of years, but I mean, the Cowboys' big big calling card was their offensive line. And that offensive line looked like freaking Swiss cheese. The old great cowboy offensive line. That doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. they no. just got completely Elliot, Elliot, Elliot was the best player on their offense. Yeah, they, um, their line got manhandled. That offensive the, uh, line got manhandled. And on the defensive front, they couldn't stop the run, which isn't really the Bucks calling card. So, yeah, the Cowboys, I don't, again, you don't want to overreact to one game. But in this one, I will say the Cowboys look like a mess. That that's that was one of those games. Uh, there was a couple other teams. Uh, the same situation when 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 the left tackle goes down and you don't have a backup that yeah. that that can play. That that blows up. You could have twenty all pros at all the other positions, but if if you don't have somebody that that, that can handle a left tackle when, when your starter goes down, the the, the whole offense uh, disintegrates like that. It, it was the same way. A couple other teams had the same problem. Uh, we saw Rams. like like a yeah, uh, Jets Ravens too. Uh, Jets had some problems with that tackle. Uh, when when you don't have a competent backup, you, even the Giants uh, uh, struggle too. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons was was in the the backfield the whole game, so that, that that could blow up your whole team right there. Okay, Johnny, I don't want to put the mush on it, but I'm going to make a prediction. Uh oh. At season's end. <laughs> the G-Men will finish higher in the standings than the uh, Cowboys. All right, let's slow down. I, I think they said Dak's only going to be It might not take back. a lot. It might not take more than like seven <laughs> wins or so. Uh, I, I wouldn't count them out yet. But they, if, if Dak misses four games, they got the Commanders, they got the Giants. If they can pull through at two and three and get and get Dak back, uh, they, they'll be right in. I don't, I don't see the Eagles are running away with the division. So. I'm counting them out, John. All right. One game overreactions. One double mush. Double mush. I watch a lot of football. I've been watching a lot of football for years. Uh, and I, I don't feel like I'm an overreactor. But sometimes you can just see it. Uh, the defense I, is going to keep the game. I saw the same thing with the Cowboys that I saw with my, my own team. Right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Which is, I, it, just, it just isn't there for the, for the Cowboys this year. It's just not there. I mean, they... they, they I think get Dak getting hurt is like give, helps him out, gives him a little convenient excuse. Cincinnati is going to go in there and beat the piss out of them. This yeah, year. yeah, that's a get-right game for the Bengals. But uh, anybody, I wouldn't count out Dallas's uh, defense. Anybody who can score, Dallas isn't going to be able to have isn't going to have a chance again. 
Mike, Michael Parsons in that in that defense uh, is, is special. Yeah, Michael Parsons looked great on the pass rush, but they couldn't stop the run at all. Yeah. They, were, they were going right down the right, running them right up the gut. Yeah, on them. yeah Fournette was. was yeah. It could be a big Joe Mixon day Sunday. That's just what I saw was a, just a disaster of a team, and at least the Rams. I mean, Buffalo's really, really good. The Rams didn't look good, but. One Stafford is, is a little injured, and at least they got like a little bit done. At least Dallas was never in the game. They yeah, the ra- like complete yeah. shit right from the opening kickoff. Yeah, right. yeah. Never So <laughs> there's my segue. Bengals over Cowboys by double digits. Yeah, yeah I'll second that. Uh, I have to agree with that too. And this is a Bengals team that just. Talk about giving games away, senior. Yeah. Nothing pains us more than a uh, than an honor than a than a cheap Steelers victory. Right before the, the Steelers are are I, I give them credit because they, I mean they made the playoffs last year with a, you know with a guy who had less of an arm than Katie. And like their offense looked awful in this game too, but they they hung around. I was in. Incredible block kick and just the shenanigans, and then they somehow yeah. win the game. Turnovers. That's another, uh, Turnovers are huge, you know. Yeah. And and another thing was uh, the uh, another thing where you could have like you know the same thing twenty all pros, but but their snapper went down. The guy he's made every snap for fourteen years, and he went down. Yeah. So so yeah, so you see you saw how that blew up. All of a sudden, McPherson, uh, you know, isn't the greatest kicker in the world when you know the, when the rhythm is off on the on the snap. So that was that was a big yeah. uh, key to missing that but, uh, chip shot. Yeah, but uh, the like, Steelers. As a, a Bengals fan, I, I wouldn't be. I mean, they played. Other than the turnovers, they played good. I mean, yeah. you don't like to lose Higgins, right? You hope he's back pretty soon. But all in all, I mean, they looked like the Bengals. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, they should have won the game. Yeah, the Steelers the only they won because you know Trubisky didn't turn the ball over like he like he did with you know his, uh, with the Bears, so they hung in there. It was they forced all their turnovers. Game plan, yeah, oh yeah. I mean they didn't well, they, they gave him no leash at all. Yeah, it's only uh P- P- Pickett will be pl- playing by uh pr- probably this year by like week eight, so yeah, he's definitely only holding it holding that job for Pickett. So interesting game for the Steelers this week. <laughs> um, we'll, 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 we'll talk about the Patriots. So Patriots at Miami. The Pats offense looked pretty good on the first drive of the game and then interception. Um, it seems like the chuck it up to Devontae Parker play they shouldn't do because it was uh, wildly unsuccessful the whole game. Not a whole lot to be encouraged about, senior. On the defensive end, I, I didn't really like what I saw. Tua didn't really play that good, and they still kind of carved carved the Patriots up. Um, not a whole lot to like there, senior. No, real lackluster performance. I agree. Real, real discouraging. It's a okay. This is a because seeing that we just talked about the Steelers. John, you can maybe explain this to us because Roger and I are probably more disturbed about how the Patriots played than you were because we're fans and you're looking at it from the outside. But what the heck is going on in Vegas? 
How can the Steelers at home be a point and a half underdogs to the Patriots this week? How is that possible? How are the Patriots favored? It makes no sense to me at all. Well, I, I don't think uh, they're going through the week one. Maybe they're, they're thinking that uh, it was just a, a week one uh, overreaction, uh, how bad, and uh, and that Bill will get it together. But also, that that's a place that even uh, even when Tom was there, that that's a place that's usually a loss in uh, Miami. I, I don't you know, I don't know what the record is. I'm sure it's not too good. That they usually split with Miami. They, they that that's that's been a loss in uh, in Miami, and the Patriots take the one back at home. Uh, if, if you look over the uh, the season series between those two, so. That's usually maybe, a place where they, where they play their worst game. Maybe we're spoiled and used to having. I just, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't, I, I don't see how the Patriots go in there and win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I'm seeing here. I think I'm pretty discouraged. I think you're overreacting. Is that sad? Oh, I didn't. Did you did, I got the nothing Steelers to feel encouraged play? about. Now you got I nothing. They never got the running game going. The defense didn't look good. I mean, the passing the game. game is you know they they really don't have any explosive players, but the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers without Watt. I mean, just the just the fact that they're home. <laughs> I, I mean, the game could be six three if you watch the Steelers. I mean, their offense really what they score. They scored twenty three, but there were a bunch of turnovers, and they got a pick six, right? Yeah, he, okay. Trubisky made one great play to to get him into that to that field goal. He made he made yeah. one nice scramble. That was back then. one one play out of his thirty throws or whatever. Like I mean, I, I think the, I'm going to pick the Patriots to win this game. I think the Steelers. Are so you agree? You it makes sense to you that the Pats are favored yeah, on the road against. I, I mean, yes, just because I watched the I watched the Steelers game whole game. But did you watch the Patriots game? I did. The Patriots moved the ball at least a little bit. Very little, uh, yeah. But but I have to ask you guys, uh it it seems like like Bill is uh Bill is always ahead of the game and and, and he always has a plan. Now now he knew now, now Josh McDaniel almost left uh, a few years ago when he took the uh, Indianapolis job and whatever happened there uh the uh, you know it didn't go through and he hung on for a few years but but don't you think that bill would have like, like a succession plan that there's no way that his plan could have been uh to, to give the offense to joe judge and matt patricia when mcdaniels left uh, it, it's shocking usually bill's way ahead of the the game and it seems like he, he's fallen off the last couple of years with uh you know with uh with that with his draft uh picks he, he hasn't really uh you know made, made some good draft picks the last couple of years they're taking that that those tight ends in the in the second and third round and then uh, spending a hundred million dollars on free agent tight ends which haven't hasn't really panned out so his obsession with tight ends and his, his obsession with you know finding guys from division two uh schools that that nobody else thought of that that hasn't really worked out either so do you think, do you think bill's kind of losing his way here and, uh, and and we might be seeing you know his last year if uh if they pull like a six and eleven he's always drafted like this so I, he gets a mulligan from me on the draft stuff um the, the fat Trisha judge combo is completely indefensible. And yeah, it's, it's puzzling. It's difficult to root for. They're two guys I don't really like. I mean, does anybody? Yeah, plus they're, mean, they're not offensive guys. Failures. Like that's their their claim to fame was they went out they went they went out on their own and they were both horrible. And who whoever is you know what NFL team what NFL team goes into the season having their offense run by a former defensive coordinator and special teams coach? I mean, it is crazy. I agree with you, John. Like, 
like even if he didn't plan ahead, you there had to be an offensive guy you could find somewhere. You know? Yeah, it's just it's just shocking. I guess because there's, yeah. there's, Bill doesn't really trust too many people, and uh, you know those are guys yeah. he he trusts. But uh, you know Honestly, when when <laughs> trust with the. Only, I mean, these guys are not good coaches, right? Fat Trisha got the Lions job before Nick Foles the Super Bowl, had yeah, perfect yeah. fucking Brady threw for 500 yards and we lost. Yeah. Because Fat Trisha's defense couldn't stop Nick fucking Foles. Yeah. And, and, and Judge, the Giants gave him that job and it was immediately questioned. Like, what are you doing? Why are you giving this guy a little bit of any so, coach I mean, like honestly, it. Like, if, like, the, like, what would be a worse hire as an offensive coordinator than those two guys? Only one guy, Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh, really, really, get, like, get, name me another coach that would that we would say, oh, we'd much rather have Pat Trisha and Judge running the offense. Well, thanks. I agree. It, may, it, it makes no sense at all. But, but also, the, the, they're also get, getting weighed down. They're, there's a severe lack of talent because, uh, you know, Bill's last few drafts uh, have been subpar. And like, like if you watch that, uh, that, that top 100 uh, players, you know, I, I could speak for myself. The Giants only had, you know, one guy, Leonard Williams, who was like 98 and a half. But I didn't see too many Patriots up there. You know, you see a lot of Bills, Chiefs, Rams. Uh, I'm not, you know, you're hardly seen uh, any Patriots. So there's a real Especially the, on the, the offensive of, side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the lack of talent. He looked real good in camp until he got the, yeah, the lack of talent is starting to catch up with them, uh, especially when you you got Buffalo, you know, and and now it looks like Miami has, has surpassed them. But couple, the, the the two that really stand out are um, um, Sony Michelle over Nick Chubb when they played on the same college team. Yeah, that's a pretty bad one, and Nick Chubb was better in college. But 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 also his obsession with those tight ends is uh, is mind boggling. Yeah. They both got cut. Keen, yeah. Ozzie, Ozzie. Yep. And, uh, and and spending a hundred million on you know John U. Smith and uh, and Hunter. That's, and the idea that you don't have to get super weapons. Yeah. Well, maybe that worked out when you had Tom Brady. But this is this is a young quarterback trying to develop. You gotta give the poor kid something to work with, you know. I mean, Jacoby Myers is his, the best guy to throw to. I mean, he's a decent player. Don't get me wrong, but that shouldn't be your biggest threat on offense. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. hard. You gotta count on the defense to really be that's what he's banking on. You gotta bank on the defense to be absolutely super and hold teams down every single game, you know. It's gonna be a rough season, I think. Anyway, I still I still our don't four, think our, that- four, our fourth man in the booth just called me. So we got we get he's on speakerphone. Uh, the folks won't be able to hear him. But uh, Ryder, we were just talking about um how awful the Patriots looked. Well, one team looked worse. Uh. <laughs> the, the, the Cardinals were right Good up segue. there as far as looking. Sorry, back. right. <laughs> John, John is, is gloating. Sorry. Because the Giants were the only team out of all of ours that won. Oh, that won? That showed up at least. Jeez. So they, they we, we had two victories within the, within, the, within the distant week in the NFL crew. The New York Giants. And then Riders fantasy team over 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 seniors. Yep. Wow. Riders oh, first gave, ever gave fantasy me a game. Took you to school, damn. Oh, that team is a powerhouse. So well, we we can move on to yeah. So John agreed. 
Agreed on, on, on everything you said about the Patriots. With all that said, I mean, it's, it's tough because of in Bill We Trust. And I mean, it's like, the, you know, one of the greatest dynasties in the history of sports. But it's, I mean, it's tough to see them as a 500 team this year. It just is. With all that said, I think they could beat the Steelers. I really wasn't uh, too impressed with what I saw from Pittsburgh. So I'll say Patriots over Pittsburgh in a game that will not be really worth watching. 13-10, something like that. Senior, you already picked the Steelers, right? No, I just said I don't understand how the Pats can be favored, but I'm going to plead the fifth. I'm not making a pick. No pick. Hi, John. I'm, I'm, I'm going for a Pats bounce back. Uh, right. I'll hold that hope. Uh, that that Usually a guarantee is a, a Bill never loses two in a row, but that's uh, that, that's been going by the wayside the, the last couple years. I'm, I'm starting to lose a little faith. So, so we, can in, we can inference from seniors' non-pick that that was probably a Steelers pick that he's not willing to make. <laughs> he's not willing to make public. Uh, it's the only, only explanation. So, <laughs> all right. So that won't be the game of the week. What might be the game of the week is Thursday night. Yes. Chargers at Chiefs. So I think pretty clearly there were two teams that really stood out above all, above everyone else in week one. Um, this is just my opinion, you guys. Let me know if you, if you disagree. But Buffalo and Kansas City both, to me, look just a little bit of a cut above everybody else. Right in that next tier, you had the Chargers um, and the Buccaneers. I thought both, both looked formidable. Um, the Chargers with a nice 24-19 win over the Raiders. Losing Keenan Allen sucks <laughs> for them. But this game in Kansas City, Kansas City put it on the Cardinals. I mean, it was 44-21, and, and you can legitimately say it wasn't that close. They just did whatever they wanted, and their defense played well. In Kansas City, short week, tough for me to not, to not, I kind of like the Chiefs and I like them maybe a little more than the four-point spread that I saw. I'll kick it over to John for, for, for some analysis. That's just me. Uh, I, I like the Chiefs, too. Uh, I, I love the way they came out. I think uh, uh, Mahomes has, has a little chip on his shoulder this year because a lot of the, uh, the preseason hype is all about Josh Allen, of course, uh, uh, has taken over as the, as the best QB and, and, and even a lot more to, you know, to Justin Herbert. And, uh, and he's kind of fooled by the wayside. You know, and he's, he had to take some criticism because, hey, he was one of the main culprits in, uh, in that loss to, uh, to Cincinnati in the, in the championship game, his, his turnovers. So uh, I think he wants to get his, uh, his mojo back. And uh, I'm gonna go, I was impressed by the Chargers, though. I thought Khalil Mack makes that uh, defense special, makes them a contender. Uh, th- those four teams uh, that, that you picked out, maybe not so much the, the, the Chiefs because of the, uh, the opponent, I, th- I think, struggled more on offense. The, uh, I don't think the Chiefs' uh, you know, defense is as dominant as the other teams, but, but uh, the Bills – uh, 
the Chargers and uh, Bucks all uh, with the, with that fierce pass rush. Uh, uh, Von Miller just a mercenary with, with Buffalo, and uh, Khalil Mack with the Chargers and uh, and the Bucks uh, crew right there. So uh, those teams all stick out because they could all get to the quarterback, uh, and not just in the first half, in the fourth quarter when the game's on the line, they could they could put that constant pressure on and and win like that. That that that's what separates the uh, the cream of the crop uh, in the NFL. Man, Mahomes looked good though. Yeah. I mean, like, I I agree he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. And I I was in the camp of Buffalo. I thought people were going a little too nuts for Buffalo prior to the season. Well, you know, I mean, they haven't won anything. At the end of the day, they lost that playoff game, right? I know they played great. They lost the playoff game. But they really looked awesome against the Rams. So yeah, because the, the defense. Mahomes, I yeah. think that little fire under his head before the, <laughs> the poor Cardinals got the uh, got the uh, the short end of it. Because I mean, uh. he was just perfect. He played a perfect game. Well, it was you know some of the the thing that looked different. There were two, there were two stars in the league that looked different to me a little, and we'll. We'll get to the other one at some point. But Mahomes, the thing that was really different to me is I've never seen him have so many plays where he's getting the ball out real quick. He used to hang, you, you know, if you remember the bad spells they went through last year with the teams playing two deep safeties and everybody saying, oh, the Chiefs offense, that's it. You know, it's uh, everybody's figured him out and he would hold the ball and run around. And, man, he was getting, there were all, so many plays where that ball was just coming out and it, and it looked smooth. and. You know, maybe maybe the not counting on Tyreek Hill, where if I hold on to the ball, he's with all his speed, he's going to run free, and I can always get a make a big play. And I love making those big electrifying plays. Now, just getting the ball out and getting it into your playmaker's hands, and he's got a lot of them. And he still does have one guy that's the guy, and it's his tight end. But the other guys are all good, and him spreading it around, and again, getting the ball out quick. I don't know if that's something that was impressed upon him in the off season, something that him and Andy Reid have been working with, but that looked different to me. Okay. And the, uh, I'll I'll tell you who the other guy was that looked different because it's Johnny's guy. Saquon Barkley wasn't doing any dancing. He was just hitting holes quick and hard and exploding through the holes instead of being dancing Saquon. And maybe, maybe that's a credit to the giants offensive line, or maybe again, that's something that might've that could have been impressed upon him, you know. You gotta, you gotta just hit the holes and run. You can't, you can't be dancing every play looking to make a big play. So I think those were an element uh, of, um, of him. And he, I mean, he and healthy. healthy. Yeah. He, he did. I mean, he he didn't have that burst really for the last two years. You know, I mean, he really looked healthy for the first time. Yeah. And, and I mean, but he I'll, looked great. I'll make the island pick. Going back to the other game, I'll. I'll I really, I really like San Diego. I told you that Los they Angeles. were my Super Bowl pick. I mean, yeah, well, I think I'll call them San Diego for the rest of my life. I really like the Chargers. <laughs> you know, that, we'll see. We'll see, uh, you know, we'll see how, how Mahomes in the Chiefs offense does against this defense. Could be much more of a test with those two, as Johnny talked about, that they got the two bookends coming in off the edge, which is, which is really, really, you know, no – that's just that's just a, a a great combination. Joey Bosa and and Khalil Mack coming off the edge at you. 
and it's a and it's a good defense. Period. And the other guy that hasn't even made his appearance yet on that defensive, coming from the team that kind of lets guys go, J.C. Jackson is going to make that defense better too when he's there. So I really like the Chargers. So I really like the Chargers, and I, I will pick them to win the game. Right. Close game, close be- game, great game. I kind of wish it was Sunday or Monday instead of Thursday. So the teams had the real, they're such good teams. I wish they had the seven days to prepare because sometimes those Thursday games can be messy because three days to prepare for a football game is really isn't, isn't an optimal situation, but I still think it's going to be a great game. I'm really looking forward to watching it, but I'll, I'll be the guy that takes, takes the Chargers. Uh, Senior Island, that's usually a good place to be. That usually works out for you. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go. Senior Island, we got the the Steelers and the Chargers this week so far. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pick the Steelers. <laughs> Officially. <laughs> Unofficially, yeah, unofficial. All right, we talked about the Giants. I think it's time to tie, time to dive into it. So Tennessee Giants Giants fall behind 13-0. It's looking like every other, you know, I'm sure, John, that confidence was not high at that point. <laughs> you kidding me. And um, they turned it around. Saquon had an incredible game. The Giants' defense played very well. And got a little spunk from the, from the, co- from the coach. I liked, I liked the going for two. I liked it more because it worked. <laughs> but um, go for two. Thanks get- to Saquon. Get, getting that victory, yeah, it wasn't the best play call. He just did it all by himself. And, yeah, um, yeah, he defended it. Yeah. And John, you and I were talking before this. He got a nice little, nice little stretch here for the Giants, where you have a few winnable games in a row. So they're one and zero. When this was the game out of their first four that you could almost pencil in for a loss was this game against Tennessee. And now you have Carolina coming to town. At New York, 1 o'clock Sunday, Carolina coming off a loss to Jacoby Brissett. What do you think, John? Well, a, a lot of things. First of all, one game at a time. Slow down. We'll slow down on the, uh, the schedule. But uh, I, I do disagree a little bit because uh, if there was a team that, that could, if there was one team I could have picked to play the, for, the, for the first game, it, it would have been the, uh, the Titans, who, who, uh, who they're like the any given Sunday team uh, in the NFL. Uh, they, they, they're the, the masters of, they could lose it to anybody and they could, they could win to everybody. So that was a typical uh, game for the Titans, just like last year when they uh, lost to the Jets and then they reeled off wins where it's like Buffalo, the Rams, uh, the Colts and the Chiefs. And, and some of them weren't even that, clo- that close as they rolled to the number one seed. So that, that was a, that was the perfect opponent for them. Uh, they, they gave up, they gave the giants a lot of gifts, uh, uh, during the uh, the game, which 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 helped, and uh, yeah, I, I'm not like everybody else who's uh, you know praising uh, Dayball as the greatest coach of all time. He he's not the first coach that went for a, a two point conversion uh, late in the game. So uh, yeah, you know you know it was a good call, but there was still a minute left, and I and I knew it was going to come down to that. Uh, I knew they were going to let him uh, kick that field goal, and and in the past with the uh, with the coaches that are no longer with the Giants, uh, when it came down to that field goal, they, they went through the upright. So maybe uh, Dable does have a little luck on his side, which uh, you know it, it all came down to the kick, and it, it went it went wide left, uh, thankfully. I, I was but, watching with Ryder. I told Ryder yeah. Bullock was missing that. Bullock, Bullock, Bullock's not a very good kicker, especially. Yeah, he's 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 hit a miss. Uh, yeah, but uh, but but the Giants have lost to a, to a lot of shitty kickers over the years, so. 
but but uh th- that decision you know you know it's one of those things where if it works uh, you are the king uh, and if not but but as a first year coach you you get to you get you know, he's playing with house money just like uh the the thing was you remember the last year with the charges when uh, the guy Staley he you know he went for it on all those fourth downs so uh, you know it's first year you get a pass but if it's year 3 or 4 and you, and you keep going through those and they, and they don't come your way and and you don't want to wind yourself in the playoffs uh, you're going to be uh you know he's going to be he's going to be on a podcast here with us instead of on the sidelines so 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 those things uh, go either way but I, but I like how the the team played hard, and and the best part was the Giants have been getting smoked in the in the second half, uh, you know, under these uh, other shitty coaches, you know, under Judge, uh, and it was a big difference where, uh, you know, losing the 13 nothing, and they came out and they, and they improved and they made adjustments in the second half, and and also the defense was physical. There was a, there was one great play where Crowder decleated uh, uh, Derrick Henry, which was which was a great play, and and then a couple a couple plays later. Uh, it was a big third down. And Tannehill threw it to Henry, and he kind of alligator on it. He didn't want, he didn't want, you know, he was shying away from the contact a little. So it's good to see stuff like that because you know the Giants been getting punked for about ten years straight. So they played hard and uh, one game at a time. The, the schedule is favorable for the the first few weeks, but uh, we'll, we'll see. And uh, they, they just got to keep uh, putting a good effort. And and also another thing I liked about about Dable is when uh, Jones threw a horrific uh, interception. Uh, he he went right to him and he gave him like the uh, the Jim Carrey treatment like the skull. He said, uh, "Stop turning the ball over, asshole." Uh, you know, he he really he really laid into him. Uh, you know, say, saying, you know, we can't have that uh, that that nonsense that that's going on. It was that's it was good. a it was a horrific interception. Yeah, it, it, I, I mean, it's it, listen, it's obvious. Uh, Jones isn't gonna be the quarterback next year. The, the Giants are one of those teams like like uh, we mentioned Seattle before. They're gonna be they they're gonna be uh, licking their traps for one of them. Uh, one of them blue chip quarterbacks that are coming out next year, one of them five or six first rounders. The Giants will be right there. Either uh, w- whatever the catchphrase is, I'm sure by week eight there'll be a fancy catchphrase. Uh, roll the dice for Bryce or lose proud for Stroud or whatever uh, the people come up with. The, the, go, the, go 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 t- ten and seven and make the playoffs so you don't get Bryce. Yeah, well, no, nah, that, that that not see not anymore. Now there's like four or five uh, QBs. Right, like who we're talking who we're talking about now? Yeah. Like, like last year, the, like the Steelers are very happy with a uh, picket, and uh, you know, and and he wasn't, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. So, uh, What's it, official, it, official pick, John. Uh, of what? Of the Carolina game? Yes. Ah, uh, I'm going G man, two and zero. All right, senior. <laughs> yeah, I'll second that. G man, two and zero, and oh, happy for you, John. You do have a lot to be encouraged about. They played a great game. Especially second half, obviously, but good for you. We'll, avoid, you we'll avoid the jinx, and I'll, I'll take the Panthers. Good, oh, good, kind good. of them. <laughs> I'll take the Panthers. Uh, Christian McCaffrey didn't do too much in, in, in their all. first game. Um, I think they make a concerted effort to get him the ball. It's a pick 'em game, but I'll, I'll go. I'll go with. I'll go with Carolina. You're really rolling with Baker. That's really what it's about. Yeah, no, not really. No. No, not like a bit. Not a huge Baker guy. There was a lot of. Sentiment. I knew that. That's why I said. There's a lot of sentiment out there that he was going to come out and really make a statement against Cleveland, and the, and I was like, I mean, you guys have watched him play football, right, for the last number of years. Like, what's a big statement for Baker? Two hundred yards, two touchdowns, and three picks. I mean, it's he's just not very good. He's probably better than Darnold. So you can say that, but marginally, yeah. Darnold's real bad. <laughs> Baker's got a little more upstairs than Darnold, I think. 
I think talent-wise, they're about the same. All right. So, guys, we're, we're, you know, we're an hour in here. Why don't we run through some of these other games, and then we can do some parting shots. So, we did not pick, <laughs> nor did we talk much about Jets at Cleveland. To me, it's like the less we say about this one, the better. Um, I'll go. I'll go Cleveland. I'm going yeah. Jets. Jets to bounce back. Uh, very, very Jacoby can't go two and zero. Senior. Hey, I'll go Cleveland. Riding those two running backs. That's that it's real, it's really honestly a pick against Flacco. That, but that that first half, I liked how that that. I like that the Jets defense played that first half until they got demoralized yeah. by a lack of offense. They, they got some, they got some playmakers on, on defense. So I wouldn't. They not. do. They do. It's good. This is this and the Pat Steelers game could be a real slog. Yeah, I, I like them to bounce back. Points will be at a premium. It's a it's a tough one. I mean, it'll that it, it's the only game for both those quarterbacks all year where you don't clearly know who the worst quarterback is in the game. Uh, Washington Commanders at Detroit Lions the Commanders with a nice comeback win against Jacksonville Carson Wentz played very well Um, Jahan Dotson the rookie played very well a little to be encouraged Um, Detroit offensively putting up 35 on Philly was was impressive Um, unfortunately they gave up 38 so, yeah, AJ Brown just caught another pass. So. Yeah, I like the Commanders. I like the Commanders to go to two and zero in this one in Detroit. I think it's kind of the same old thing for the Lions, unfortunately. Senior. Yep, I'm going to second that. I'm going to go Commanders too. The NFC East coming on strong with the G-Man and the Commanders and the Eagles. It's going to be a dogfight in that division. Uh, nah, Maybe the Cowboys go, will come in last. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go Lions. I like how uh, DeAndre Swift and uh, uh, Chase Young still out, uh, and uh, they they lost another lineman, uh, the Commanders. So I, I like uh, I like Detroit, even though it, it it's tough. Every, everybody's rooting for them because if you saw Hard Knocks, they 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 got a lot of likable guys and the and the coach oh, and all that. But but at and the I end mean, of the day, not likable guys don't always uh, win. Uh, it, it's a it's, and I mean it's, that, it's that was a for, yeah. for, for that was not an awful performance. It's filthy. I mean the, the deep the defense was bad. Yeah. But I mean Philly's got a pretty good defense, and Detroit. I mean Detroit's offense played great. So it's, it's this game's a toss up because you don't know what it's just gonna come up, right? <laughs> it's a. Uh, He's capable of winning and losing the game. Yeah, so. he keeps both. He keeps both teams in the game. <laughs> exactly. Next up, we should probably have talked a little more about this one, but oh well. There's only so much time. Tampa at New Orleans, which is um, a, historically just a massive house of horrors for Mr. Brady in Tampa. New Orleans coming off a not not super impressive Week One win where they uh, they had to come from way behind. Uh, to beat the Falcons, uh, to Jameis's credit, he did. He made the comeback, and they they got the they got the improbable victory. Tampa, it was real tough to gauge their performance because their their opponent never got off the bus. So 
they didn't really need to do much on offense. They, they knew once they had six, the game was probably over. And so they pounded Leonard Fournette. Um, I'm going to pick New Orleans in this one just based on that. I can't get the game toward the end of last season out of my head where the shutout. Yeah. Where they, yeah. Where they shut them out and Tampa just couldn't do anything. So I think the, I think New Orleans is capable of 17 to 24 against Tampa Bay's defense. And until Tom shows me, he can do that at New Orleans. I got to go with the saints, John. Uh, I'm with you because, uh, Dennis Allen, who, uh, Remember, he filled in because uh, Peyton was out that game, and and Dennis Allen filled in, and now you know Dennis Allen is the coach, and uh, I think he's got something uh, with his uh, defensive uh, schemes. Uh, he's he's got a he's been dominating uh, Brady, so I'm gonna go with them. And it was even though uh, it was only Atlanta, it was encouraging that Jameis didn't didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. And uh and a, and a big difference with uh, the New Orleans uh, receivers who, who last year were playing like XFL guys uh, at wide receiver. Yeah, now, now they see what Jarvis Landry, Thomas is back. Yeah. Jarvis Landry, yeah, big big difference. So I I like the Saints. And also uh, Tom was uh was kind of complaining that he was very sore after the game. Uh, you know, he's he's been going through a lot of rough. Uh, you know, you know, fighting with the wife, which uh, you know takes his toll on you. I'm sure you guys could uh, you know tell about that in another podcast, but. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I like New Orleans. I don't fight with the white. <laughs> <laughs> no comments. No. <laughs> I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I, senior, I think, I, I think the whole listener base can make this pick for you, but just make it official. <laughs> senior, <laughs> senior Island. It is. Senior Island. <laughs> and I'm going to base it a lot on... Uh, you're picking the oldest like guy in the league off of Senior Island. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the Tampa defense, too. So we'll see if the New Orleans offense. Yeah, they scored 26 points. Atlanta's got no defense at all. So let's let's see what they can do against a real defense. It's a viable pitch. Tampa's yeah. defense is tough, and I think Tom will get enough done to end this crazy this crazy jinx with, with the Saints. So, Dennis Allen. <laughs> there we go. We got to beat Dennis Allen this time, but but a lot of it I, in a low-scoring game. I see it as a fairly low-scoring game, but it's like uh, yeah, twenty-one sixteen bucks. All right, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Oh boy, how so hard? Not not an easy game to pick. So Jacksonville looked looked not bad. Looked looked not bad in that Washington game. Um, they Etienne dropped a walk-in touchdown. They, they, if, if they clean up a mistake or two, they probably win. Indianapolis looked like an extension of like the end of last year where it's, it's a weird thing with them where it's like the, the sum of the parts is less than like what the parts <laughs> look like individually. Because I mean, the, they're, they have the best running back in the, in the NFL, right? And they have a, a great, a very good number one receiver and, Matty Ice didn't play bad, and yet at the end of the day, they uh, they tied with the lowly Texans. So it's a real this, – this is like a super coin flip. This is like one of those NFL games where it's like who the hell knows. But I'll take the home team with the younger quarterback, Jacksonville, by three, 27-24. I think, Senior, you're up. Yeah, I'll go – I'll take Indy. Yes, it's Jacksonville. It's still Jacksonville, you know. 
I'll take Indy to bounce back and play a better game and, and have enough to beat the Jags. There you go. Another pick for an old quarterback. John. Who's on the island, John? Uh, Is it a, New York? The, the Jacksonville's been a house of horrors for Indy, but that was uh, in the past with the misfit quarterbacks. I, I think Matt Ryan uh, reverses that jinx. I, I believe they lost the, the last two or three in uh, Jacksonville, so uh, including their season uh, destroyer last year. That, yeah. Yeah, that horror show where they they said Wentz yep, can't. That's right. Where they said Carson Wentz can't quarterback our team anymore after that. <laughs> I, that, I think uh, that is basically what Senior was saying. The Broncos should have done to hack kick. What the first <laughs> the was like, yeah, good season. Egregious, yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, Matty Ice is gonna is gonna steer the ship. But uh, uh, I, I was uh, su- surprised. Uh, I, it was only a probably it's another one game overreaction, but. Lawrence uh, wasn't that impressive. I, th- I thought he'd he'd take a big step up with a, with an actual uh, coach this year. You know, especially with Peterson, who I like, you know, to boost their offense. But may- maybe it's only one game. But he wasn't that, that impressive versus. Uh, wow. No, the guy that looked really good on that offense was James Robinson. Really. Right. Yeah, you know. You know. We, yeah. That, that's why we talk about you know these quarterbacks coming out next year. The the guy that everybody thinks is is number one. It, it doesn't always work out that way, you know. When it was uh, oh. a tank for Trevor, and uh, and now he's kind of just like an afterthought. So that's right. There's a there's a list of second year quarterbacks that, you know, Lawrence being the leader of the pack and our yeah. guy that started yesterday opening day, and the one who threw for the most yards of the second year quarterbacks, Davis Mills, Houston Texans, Davis, Davis Mills. Mills. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. So, to be fair, yeah. Zach Wilson's injured. The, your, that's your point, John. Very well, very well taken, right there. He's a, he's all not right, a bad player, really. No, no, not at all. Next up, Miami at Baltimore. I personally, it, it's tough to tough to see to gauge Baltimore from the game against the Jets. To your point, John, the Jets defense did kind of hold them in check. Um, the Jets offense couldn't get anything done. Similarly, I think it's tough to gauge Miami from that game against the Patriots. Um, this is another one. I'm just going to go, when in doubt, take the home team with the best quarterback on the field, and that's Baltimore with Lamar. I like them over Miami. John. Yeah, I I, I, I agree with you on, on all that, uh, going with Baltimore. They're they're a pretty strong uh, September team, uh, you know, pretty pretty strong August team. Uh, you know, they they undefeated a preseason team every year, and uh, and going in they usually have an advantage those those first few weeks. And uh, yeah, that that's a tough game uh, for Miami. A tough tough game to go into Baltimore and and win it. So I take the Ravens. Yep, I'll make Senior. it three. I'm gonna right. agree unanimous for everything you guys said. Uh-oh. So the Dolphins are probably two and zero. Yep, take it to <laughs> we, the bank. <laughs> there it is. But this week in the NFL, Jake's. Yep, two All right, next up, Houston coming off the aforementioned tie against Indianapolis at Denver, coming off the aforementioned apocalyptic loss to Seattle. I mean, it, I'm going to pick Denver. You got, got, got to pick Denver. With yeah. that said, nothing would make me happier than a Houston win <laughs> in this game. Um, you, you, just, you already you already got hate for Paul Hackett, man, the Paul guy, oh, Nathaniel, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Nathan yeah. like like what you did know, stuff like this happens sometimes, but maybe it's like the same situation they go for it and get stopped. And that way, this 
I, I think Nathaniel's going to going to learn from Nathaniel's going to learn from this, and he's going to have a successful uh, career. But uh, uh, who knows with that? But uh, no, nah, definitely Denver. That's not much analysis there. No. Yeah, Denver. They're always tough at Mile High Stadium, and and really, if you te- you know, I know turnovers are part of the game, but you take away the turnovers and the crazy decision, it's not like Denver didn't look good. They were moving the ball. They they look like they're going to be fine. So. I don't okay. see them losing at home to Houston. No, Broncos. Next up, next up, two teams, uh, two zero and one teams looking to get into the win column. Arizona at Vegas. Oof. Neither team looked particularly good. Uh, Arizona really, really looked bad, but they, you know, to be fair, were playing against uh, one heck of an opponent. Arizona does have a history of being strong starters to the season. And for that reason, I'm going to pick them to go into Vegas and win. That's my upset special of the week. John. Oh, sorry, sorry, Ryder. I'm I'm rolling with Vegas on this. Uh, Arizona gave, didn't give anything uh, to to be optimistic about. That was a, that was a horrible performance. I think uh, Kyla needs to uh, you know spend an extra hour studying uh, studying the playbook uh, to come up with something. Ouch. He's had that one in the holster all offseason. <laughs> yeah, I'm with John. I like Vegas, too. Big big day for Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and the boys. I, th- I think Vegas wins that game comfortably. All right. Happy to be on Kingsbury Island. It's a fun place to be. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be on Owen 2 Island, uh, poor Ryder. <laughs> you have to console Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two more games left. We have two Monday night games for wow. me to miss because I'm going to be in Europe this week. Well, that's rough. Figure it out. I might watch them anyway, but it's just they, they're. Just how, are, how are you going to get by in uh, French when the only uh, when, when the only French you know is uh, Sacre Blah? Where does me mama? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know any French really. So yeah. <laughs> I, I they, they're basically like the the. I got people like picking us up and bringing us everywhere that we need to go. So I I left nothing to chance. So we should be good. Um, Tennessee at Buffalo. Wow. Real difficult to not take the bills. I'm assuming all three of us are taking the bills, but it's an obvious pick. Buffalo. Senior. Bills. John. Nah, no way. This is a, this is typical Titans lose to the giants. And then, uh, Big bounce, a, a big bounce back. This I is like typical it. I Titans. Like I like it. It's always possible. This, yeah. this is this is Titans. This is what they are. They they lose the you know to to the to the Jets to the Giants and then then, then they bounce back. Uh, this is this is who they are. That they're, they're gonna surprise. You know, Buffalo's gonna be a little cocky coming off that. They they played pretty much a perfect game last week and uh, the Tennessee gonna pull the upset. Oh, Johnny! All right, that's it. a. I love it. Johnny Last on his only not, island here. That's a tough one, Johnny. Last but not least, beginning at 2.30 a.m. Paris time. <laughs> uh, Vikings at Eagles. Both teams coming off wins. Minnesota's win. In my opinion, a bit more impressive than Philly's win. It's in Philadelphia. This game and then that Indy-Jacksonville game, I think, are just the two, like, coin flips I, I, I it's, a, it's a true coin flip in that situation 
I'm going to go with the who I consider to be the better quarterback. And I'm going to say the Vikings win on the road with Oof. no confidence at all. I think wow. it's like a 35-31 game one way or the other, whoever's the ball last is. Senior. Uh, I'm, I think it's going to be a shootout. This, this, this has all the makings of being a very high-scoring game. And I think Kirk and Justin Jefferson will have one more drive in them than the Eagles will. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the road team. Mm-hmm. All right, seniors also taking the Vikings. John, do you want to make it three and guarantee no. an Eagles victory? Nah, I'm going on Philly Island. Uh, from what I saw, AJ Brown is going to make uh, Philly's uh, miserable fans forget about the, those uh, five horrific wide, those last five horrific wide receiver picks, including passing on Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Uh, AJ Brown's uh, finally going to be the, the savior in the wide wide receiver position because they. They draft well at all at all the other uh, positions. Uh, you know, they're, they're always, you know, have a lot of talent and they're always up there. And uh, to to say that, wow, to give Cousins uh, the the advantage over Hurts, that that's rough. But uh, but nah, I'm I'm going with Philly. I mean, I think in totality he's a better quarterback. Well, more experience, but uh, yeah, I think I, I think Cousins he is what he what he is, and uh, you know, Hurts has has room to grow. He does. So, to me, it's a real point. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a fun one. All right, guys. So, that's all all the games. Nice. We made our Super Bowl predictions. So, we want to make sure that these are really ingrained. (laughs) Well, we want to make sure that at the end of the year, there's credit or no credit given. So, (laughs) Cowboy took the Chiefs. Senior took the 49ers. And John took the Packers. Oh, I... I took Chargers over 49ers. Chargers oh. in the Super Bowl. Did he change that pick already? No, nah, nah. no. That was my I'm original kidding, pick. I'm kidding. Chargers I'm kidding. over 49ers. All right. So, Senior <laughs> with the Chargers, Cowboy with the Chiefs, John with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. He's a bad man in the regular season. Yeah. Thanks, boys. So, yeah, we are here on the North South Connection Podcast Network. Um, there's a lot of other great content for you to check out, and we would suggest that you just refer to the feed for that great content, and it's, it's all there. I recently did an episode of Pluto TV with Jennifer. We had a lot of fun talking about Cheers. So, any any last words, Senior or John? No, sir. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. So, and, and it might be the only time, uh, you know, my Giants are in first place and, and over 500. So, Great talking football with you guys. As I mentioned, I will be um, out of the country for both week two and week three. So we will most likely be back following the week three games. Yeah, we, we might uh, have a have a fill-in co-host. Uh, we'll see what we could do. But otherwise, it, it'll probably... Ryder's yeah. not coming with me, so oh, boy. he'd be happy to take care of this for you. If, if it's a Owen, you know, if it's a Owen two uh, start, I don't, I don't think he's gonna be too happy. Uh, as long as his but, fantasy team wins, I think he cares about that more now. <laughs> <laughs> he's already school, he's already school one senior. Man. Unbelievable. All right, guys. So thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll be back. So for this year, Cowboy Senior and the Cowboys. Football team, baby.